When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come, find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. You were like, <laughs> where's my wife? And what have you done with her? And I've never felt so empowered. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're pounding my chest. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll try to get that on camera next bringing time. It back. to me i want to get next to you know that song no i don't know that song yes i know that i don't know i'm not good at stuff like that rose royce yes dream when no hold on. please don't you go sailing please by don't whenever your eyes meet mine you're so fine. And girl, you make me feel so insecure. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Guys, we are back on the couch. Home series. I got your podcast guest, favorite podcast guest. I, I wouldn't say that, but. <laughs> My wife. Thanks. Better Thank half. You. The girl who saved me from the streets. <laughs> I really did. You pulled me out, babe. Whoa, whoa. I did. Or it, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was hard out there. I've, I've never really talked about that, but it was it was hard out there in the streets. How hard? <laughs> I'll find out later. <laughs> okay. Today. Hello, Chicago. We're going to be talking about growing pains. Because we know how that goes. We're going to be talking about something that is funny now <laughs> but it was, but it was not, not funny funny back when <laughs> let me tell you boy i mean it's something that we still struggle with i would say it was world war three but yeah it's world easier manageable three growing pains <laughs> who can relate and we're gonna try to give you guys some helpful tips that at least helped us and um so yeah okay so ep how do you want to start it i think for us it was when we realized we were the one Mm -hmm. and when you realize you found the one it's it's just not a fairy tale from that from that moment and a lot of people um think that once you find the one everything is just so easy Mm. 
from that point out. And it's, it's really where, where and when the Mm -hmm. work begins. Mm -hmm. Different kind of work. Yeah. Harder work. (laughs) Got to be consistent work. Flash in the pan doesn't, doesn't fly here. No. And you have to have patience. You Mm. have to, there's just so much that goes into it. And I think that that was my struggle with you during our developing of our relationship is I knew what it meant Mm -hmm. to be in a serious relationship. And I knew that there was work that entailed behind it. And Mm -hmm. I didn't think that you had that same mindset, nor were you ready for it. That's how you felt? Mm Mm-hmm. Probably true. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm, I'm looking at your outline here and it says finding the one doesn't mean it's a fairy tale. From there, it's honestly when you really have to put the work in, you found someone who inspires you to bring the best version to the table. Your best version to the table. Yeah. And we all have things to improve on. So <clears throat> with that outline, let's let's start with the reverse factor because you exposed my flaws. Before I can even get to bringing the best version of myself out, let's talk about the flaws that mm-hmm. were. Um, you had some too. Of course, everybody, (laughs) everybody has things to improve on. And I think that when you get into a relationship is when you really are forced to look in the mirror. And there's Mm -hmm. a lot of things that I saw in myself that I was doing in the past that I didn't recognize it until you and I had moved in together. And I was like, whoa, like some of the things that you were doing to me and I didn't like, I was like, wait, I used to do that to my roommate, Mm -hmm. you know? And, um, I think that's when I was really like, that's, that doesn't make me feel good. So I don't want to do that to somebody else. Yeah. And, and that's great that you recognize that, you know, they, they say that when something really annoys you and bothers you, it's usually a reflection of things that you're trying to improve or change by yourself. Mm -hmm. When you have all these flaws, it, it's like, for me, the light at the end of the tunnel, which is what you outlined, which is bringing the best version of yourself to the table. That light was so far Mm -hmm. down that tunnel Mm -hmm. that I was like, oh man, it's going to, it's going to take a while, you know, but luckily We were in a long distance relationship, meaning the luck part of it is Mm -hmm. that you didn't really see a lot of the stuff, you know, that you were dealing with. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I I tried to hurry up knowing eventually Mm -hmm. we're going to live together. You know, I think, too, the difference between you and I at that time is I was I had already done so much work in myself where I felt like I was ready to be in something super serious. And I was at that point, whereas to you, I think you were just starting that journey. So when we met each other, like when I met, when I met somebody that I knew that I wanted to pursue that kind of Mm -hmm. relationship with, Mm -hmm. I knew I was ready. When you met me, I think you had as much as you wanted that in your life. Mm -hmm. You were like, oh, am I really ready for it? Like, yeah it might be the perfect girl, but the wrong time type of situation. So you had to speed up your process. Well, I can tell you exactly what I, when I had the moment of realization, like the old me wasn't going to fly here. Mm-hmm. That's when I had the real realization that as much as I want a wife and a family at that point, in that particular moment, I was like, damn, the idea is fun, <laughs> but this is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And I'm can I like, ask you when you had that realization? Like, Hmm. How far in and what triggered that moment? We were arguing. (laughs) Arguing. (laughs) (laughs) It never gets easier. Just people know it never gets easier. (laughs) Um, We were arguing about buying a dresser together. 
and then getting a dog together. Okay. And at this point, I had moved across the country, left everyone and everything I loved Mm -hmm. to give this a real shot. And you were arguing about whether we should get a dresser together and whether we should get a dog together. And I remember at that point in time, I was like, okay, this is a lot harder than I thought it was going to be because the old me would have just said, oh, well, I'm buying Mm -hmm. the dresser. We're getting the dog. And at this point, I was like, it's not just up to me anymore. Mm -hmm. And that was a very hard realization for me to be like, I have to share. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm only basically an only child. I was raised like an only child. And I'm like, I'm not used to sharing. I'm Mm -hmm. not used to not getting my way. I'm not used to arguing my point and still not getting my way. (laughs) That's the truth. Yeah. So that is still a struggle of yours. (laughs) That was my moment of like, okay, this can be a lot harder than I thought. Yeah. The idea was fun. I thought Mm -hmm. it was just going to be all smooth sailing, you know, once I moved in and, and, you know, that hard reality. And here's the thing, like for everyone, everyone has a different hard reality. Mine happened to be not so much about the dresser and the dog, but it was like, well, why are you feeling like we're not ready in our relationship to get a dresser or a dog? Yeah. I moved across the country. Mm -hmm. If you're not ready to get a dresser or a dog, I shouldn't have moved. And this is in my head, right? Mm -hmm. So again, everyone's got their own little, you know, situation and and examples, but that was mine. And that was the moment, like I said, I realized this was going to be a lot harder. But I think the the bigger thing that I realized (laughs) during those moments were my triggers. Mm -hmm. And later down the road, I realized through a ton of therapy, my traumas. And through triggers and traumas, I realized again, I had my work cut out for me. Mm -hmm. And I I don't know if I've ever told you this. I don't think I have, but I'll share it now. Uh (laughs) That, That point in time in our relationship, I knew, well, I was aware rather of how far back I was from where you were, maturity-wise, um, growth-wise, mm-hmm. self-awareness-wise, I was like, "Damn!" Like, she is like a couple miles ahead of me, and mm-hmm. I got, I, and then, like, she's driving, and I feel like I was walking. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I just, I felt like I was so far back. You know, it was one of those things that where I was like, "Damn!" Like, hopefully, she can either slow down mm-hmm. or, or I can really speed up and catch up. But I knew a lot of my stuff was going to take a lot longer mm-hmm. than than I would have liked, and I'm sure you would have liked. Yeah. And I condemn you for pushing forward because sometimes when some, with anything, when it seems too hard and too, and you seem too far behind and Mm. people easily get discouraged and give up yeah, and just think that it will be easier to, to move on with something else, maybe Mm -hmm. less, Mm -hmm. you know, difficult. And and my, my thing, if someone's out there listening or watching, like, well, what made you not want to give up? Um, at that point I, I had felt that way before in the past and I did give up. So a a large part of me was like, I'm just going to try this. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to, again, I had that whole epiphany from my, um, one of my, my therapists uh, in February, 2017, which was like three months before we Mm -hmm. met. Uh, he just kept telling me like, Justin, you're, you're one foot in one foot out, you know? And he taught me the, that fully committing in a relationship can Mm -hmm. ultimately still be a win-win, even if it doesn't work out. Yeah. And so once I, made that conscious decision to just give it my all. Mm -hmm. It was a constant reminder. It was like a motto for Mm -hmm. me early on, early on in our relationship of like, I have to just stick at this because 
if it doesn't work out, at least I know I tried. Mm-hmm. At least I know I was capable of doing what I never have done before. And now I have the tools to, mm. you know, maneuver for the next relationship should there have been one. So, yeah, so I, I think that's important to address. But again, the, the triggers and traumas um, are a huge part of growing pains. Absolutely. Be- because what's very little to you might be really big to me, which, mm-hmm. you know, and vice versa. Yeah. And I think just holding space for the other person of understanding why they could be feeling the way that they're feeling is yeah. really important because there was yeah. a lot of times where where I really took some of the things that you were triggered by and and I looked deeper into it mm-hmm. and I was like you know, because sometimes what you're triggered off of could then trigger me. And then mm-hmm. we're just kind of throwing fire at fire, you know, yeah. and and nothing gets resolved that way. And I think that we just have to it's important to just take moments to ourselves and really process what we're feeling individually and then what the other person could also be feeling. Yeah, because I actually think we were doing that for a while. I mm-hmm. think we were throwing fire on fire. Yeah. That's important context to bring up because you and I were prior to meeting each other and still kind of are so very Mm -hmm. like independent mode, Mm -hmm. you know, like survival mode and, and I'll do it. I got it. Like it's hard for us to trust Mm -hmm. people. So not only were we throwing fire in each other's fire, not being aware of how we fight, how we Mm -hmm. communicate, how we need to communicate. Um, we weren't really aware that I've been conditioned and trained to do everything by myself. Mm -hmm. And so were you. Mm -hmm. So what happens with that is we were pulling apart from each other as opposed to going towards each other. Mm -hmm. And that was, still kind of apparent today it's a lot better now yeah early on that was not the case yeah I mean I definitely realized a lot of triggers and traumas and even like my being able to recognize my inner feelings like Mm -hmm. on a deeper level was a challenge for me because Mm -hmm. for me with with you know us being long distance and then you deciding to move here that was a lot for me and and if I was really honest with myself or with you in that mo- in those moments I w- I wasn't ready mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I think that caused a lot of like bickering on mm-hmm. my end and you think resentment I mean eventually resentment built built up over time mm-hmm. but um you know that's why I think in in the beginning when we're talking about what you're bringing here and you <laughs> are bringing your towels and and I know that your towels are brown Okay, honey. They <laughs> weren't all brown. There was an orange one. No. We still have the orange there one. I could bring it out. I'm listen, happy to bring it out. First of all, majority of those towels are from Restoration Hardware. Yes. It's not like I had some gym no. towels. No, he didn't. From LA Fitness or and, something. You know what I'm saying? And just to further my my whole disclaimer is it's it wasn't even about the towels. I think... I made it about the towels and I, and it mm. really bothered me that you were bringing your towels because I'm so meticulous. I, you know, I like to have the same color towels, like consistency and everything. But when I really allowed myself to dig deeper in mm-hmm. that feeling, it had nothing to do with your towels. Right. It was more so, and even us fighting about the dresser, it mm-hmm. was more so I wasn't ready to live with somebody. I had never lived with a guy. And and then to have the pressure of not just moving in from you lived, you know, 15 minutes away, Mm -hmm. but the pressure of you moving from Chicago to LA Mm -hmm. away from your family, your daughter, that was just weighing so heavy on me. And I think it 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 surfaced a lot of deep feelings for me. And I didn't Mm -hmm. know how to handle it. I didn't know how to process it. So I made bigger issues out of the smaller things. And it's it's perfect that you said that because when we were 
you know, kind of outlining tonight's yeah. uh, episode structure, we were realizing that it's, it's not even about, like you said, the dresser, it's not about the dog, it's not about the Mm-mm. towels. There's always a deeper rooted issue there. Absolutely. More times than none, when you're arguing with your partner about something, it's never about the surface topic. Mm-hmm. It's always something deeper and being able to identify that within whether it's a, a trigger or a trauma or just a deeper feeling that you're having, being able to recognize that and, and just process it before you react to what you guys are fighting about, mm-hmm. I think is so important. It's so important. And and I hope a lot of people, if you take away anything from this little part of it, um, take that away. (laughs) Because, you know, when he's yelling about, you didn't take, you know, the dry clean, whatever Mm -hmm. the hell little thing it is, I promise you, it's not even about that. And honestly, like, it took me a while to realize that that's what it was for me. It mm-hmm. wasn't about the towels. It wasn't about the dresser. Mm-hmm. Him and I went back and forth for a long time about the towels, yeah. the dresser, the dog. And and again, if I was just able to recognize and, and filter through my emotions in mm-hmm. that moment, I could have been able to, to identify that it was never mm-hmm. about those things. And it was more the fact that I just wasn't being honest with, with being ready for the yeah. steps we were taking in our relationship. And me too. I mean, I was... I was throwing fire on your fire. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, look, these are my towels. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. these are, I want to put these picture frames up and this is my furniture, you know, whatever. And, and it, it, for me, it wasn't even about mm-hmm. all the above. It was just the fact that like, can you not see I've made so far in our young relationship, the mm-hmm. biggest sacrifice? Like, why are we arguing about this? Like, there's mm-hmm. so many more bigger things to be concerned about and yeah. we're stuck here. Yeah. We're holding ourselves back. But you know, hindsight now, here we are three years later, almost in yeah. May. You know, now can, it's it's definitely a funny thing. And yeah. it was something that we both kind of included in our vows, which was crazy. Without even knowing. Without knowing. Um, <laughs> so I think it goes to show how far we've come. And, yeah. and I think if you, you know, in a lot of, I have to also say in a lot of those little disagreements, Justin would get very discouraged. You would, you were like, this isn't what I signed up for. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. but this is normal. These growing pains. I used to have to remind him, Mm -hmm. remind you as if you're not here. (laughs) I used to have to (laughs) remind you that this is normal. This is Mm -hmm. stuff that we have to work through and we have to find ways. We have to find our rhythm of dance in Mm -hmm. it all, you know, because if we can't do that, it's, we're going to have so much more adversity and disagreements and all of that stuff come up in our relationship and we need to go through this because that's what's going to build trust for us yeah in those moments totally and that that brings us all full circle in how we started this which was just because you found the one Mm -hmm. your soulmate whatever you want to call that person it doesn't mean that everything's just going to be you know glittering with with gold and rose petal and all this stuff and that was something that was a hard reality Mm -hmm. for me because i realized that it's going to take work Mm -hmm. my little half-assed ways that I used to do that I sometimes got away with were not going to work here. I was Mm -hmm. not going to get away with them. So it's really important. And I think for anybody that looks at our relationship from afar right now, like it's important to know that we went through some... Still are. (laughs) Yeah. We we go through (laughs) moments of chaos and disagreements and and, Mm -hmm. um, just all of that stuff. And, and we, the one thing that we continue to do is we are committed to us Mm -hmm. and we push through, we work through Mm -hmm. and we find ways to, to do it together. And that's important. Yeah. And, and I'll, I'll, I want to wrap this segment up with um, a quote that Mark 
gave us and or gave me one time. Uh, we were actually going through it, you and I, and, mm-hmm. and I went to his house. We we watched football together, and um, I really... Mark's my guy best friend, by yeah. the way. He said, it's not if, it's when mm-hmm. you're going to have problems in your marriage. Mm-hmm. It's just how you come up with solutions, how quickly you come up with solutions, how you manage your expectation level mm-hmm. of... We are... It's not, Again, we're going yeah. to argue. Just just prepare yourself for that. See, mm-hmm. and I, I wasn't. I was yeah. like, we shouldn't be arguing about towels. Yeah. We shouldn't be arguing, whatever. And he said, just know that and, and the rest will, will be easier because mm-hmm. if you have that expectation, you're not yeah. going to be that dis- much of a, it's not going to be that much of a disappointment when it yeah. brings it to I the agree. And I, and I've always known that for me, yeah. I definitely have always known that. And I think that I always feared that you would, you would easily give up because mm-hmm. when things got hard and for me, love is like when things get hard, that's when you push through and that's yeah. when your relationship is really tested. Yeah. So when I felt like our relationship was being tested and you were kind of checking out mm-hmm. or whatever, it was, it was hard. Yeah. I think it's so important for, in a relationship for people to learn how to fight together, mm-hmm. learn how to use your triggers and traumas as something that brings you closer together and not divides you as a couple. Yeah. Um, and in in just realizing that it's you and your partner against the problem mm-hmm. and not the problem that's in between you and your partner. Mm. Got some Shay's gems, babe. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's really good. And I, I really want to emphasize that. It's I encourage you, if you're if you have some some opportunity and you have a potential guy or girl, <clears throat> learn how they fight. Mm-hmm. Learn how they need and want to be communicated with in times of disagreement. Mm-hmm. Again, it's not if it's going to happen, it's when it's going to happen. So how does your person fight? Mm-hmm. And it's like funny because if, if someone would have told me that early on in our relationship, I'd have been like, what the hell? Like, we're not going to fight, you know, or mm-hmm. I don't want to fight. It's like no one wants to fight, but yeah. you're going to. Right. You're, so, yeah, it's inevitable. It's inevitable. Learn how you you fight with your partner. And, yeah. and it's so important. We we are huge advocates of the five love languages. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's a, is there a love language book for communication? Perhaps. Or maybe we should create one. I don't know. Anyways. Uh, Coming soon, 2022. It's just so important. It's so important because now I, not, well, you know, rather, that when I'm hot, like, don't get hot with me because this is not going to be good. Like, you you have a way of, mm-hmm. um, like, calming me down without telling me to calm down you know you have a way of instead of instigating or, mm-hmm. or adding to the problem to diffuse the problem mm-hmm. um i know at times where you i just gotta let you talk i gotta let you mm-hmm. ex- over 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 explain explain <laughs> see i'm just triggered <laughs> <laughs> i gotta let you over explain with your libra self problems in mm-hmm. situations and whatever your side of the story is i also now realize i have to let you give your side of the story mm-hmm. believe it or not i did not do that back in the day no <laughs> so the all in all learn how your partner fights but how does one learn instead of in the moment right how does one learn before the problem arises that that each other yeah that's fight? that's tough for me i think i've naturally just have always been more somebody that kind of shuts down when when i'm being triggered in mm-hmm. a sense mm-hmm. um so i think that worked well for us in the beginning <laughs> yeah. because i was never somebody that that you know fights you, back yeah, it, you, it takes a lot for me to get to that point yeah. i have in the past where i'm like yeah. 
Well, I you, say something back. <laughs> you run from confrontation. I run towards it. Yeah, but I also shut down. Um, so I think that when I see you getting very heated, it brings me into myself. Mm-hmm. And instead, I'm like, I'm saying all these things in my head, you know? <laughs> <laughs> You're like that little, that little girl. Remember that, that video? No. It was like a little black girl. She was like nine years old and she had her Barbie dolls up. Oh, yeah. And she was like, I'm here. I'm, I'm here. here. Say something. <laughs> That's probably you in the closet. So it would get me. <laughs> it, it would take a lot for somebody to get me to where I'm like, I'm here in person. I'm very, I'm very, um, composed, I would say. Well, Los, uh, had a great analogy one time on there forget, And he said, um, I'm like a duck on the water where at the surface level, it looks like I'm just floating. I'm just cruising, but underneath the water, my feet are going crazy. <laughs> like that's kind of you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what's, what's ironic is I think if you got loud with me or you got like as hot as I get, I actually think I would step down. Oh, you have, because I have gotten hot and loud with you <laughs> in your face. <laughs> would be priceless. By the way, I know we're sitting down right now if you guys are watching. I'm 6'1". Shay's... Go ahead. I'm 5'5", five five with brown eyes. What? Don't be lying <laughs> to the people, babe. You just got here. I'm 5'3 and a half. She's like... On a good day. 5'2". No, I am not 5'2". On a I normal am. day. No. Doctors have measured me oh, here we and go. I am 5'3". The point is, imagine like a David and Goliath situation <laughs> where like someone, like if Shay got loud, anyways. No, but I have gotten to that point with yeah, you. Yeah. And I watched your face. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> you were like... <laughs> Where's my wife? And what have you done with her? <laughs> and... I've never felt so empowered. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're pounding my chest. <laughs> I'll, I'll try to get that on camera next Bringing time. It back. I'll try to get no, it I have, camera. I have gone to those moments with you and, and you know, I stood up and stood on my stool. <laughs> <laughs> Literally <laughs> on the last step, the top. Step. <laughs> okay. Oh man. Can we bring it back? Yeah, go ahead. I have the giggles now. <laughs> let's let's tell them like another funny joke, and then we'll get serious. What about what we do now that like helps oh, us? So and I how created, it started. <laughs> I created because sometimes he gets me so worked up where I literally just want to either scream or say what what. Do you ever like you're in a moment with somebody say, and they're really pissing you off? I'll bleep it out. <laughs> they're really pissing you off. And you just want to say, shut the f*** up. <laughs> One day, that shut the f*** up just came out. And he looked at me like, are you serious right now? And I was like, no, I was totally joking. But it felt so good. So you weren't I, joking. No, I was not joking. But I was scared to tell you that I was joking, that I was serious, I mean. But the amount of release that I felt in that moment by like, like, letting it out letting it out i couldn't even explain so from that point on i was like wow that actually like (laughs) did something for me yeah and so now when we like it i mean you have so i think like the second time the third time i did it i ended up telling him like that feels really good you should try i was like you should try that so we've gotten to place this and it really helps diffuse Mm -hmm. a hot like tension tension in the room so we now 
do that work. I, I mean, like, don't, don't, like, there's a, they got they to read the room. <laughs> and if you got kids, like. Yeah, that too. But you got to read the room. There's a time, there's a place yeah. to, like, you know, yeah. lighten the mood. You yeah, can't yeah. just be hot, be hot, be like, F- you. You know, like, yeah, you yeah. can't do that. No, no, no. So. There's times where I just feel like I'm very easily agitated. And yeah. usually that's when I do it in those moments because I want to shed light on how I'm feeling. And I don't want him to take it seriously. But it's kind of how I'm feeling. I'm just like, mm-hmm. shut up or get the away from me like i want to slice your throat right now yeah. and we've said that i've looked at yeah. you and been like i'm gonna open up the or, balcony and just let yeah. you dangle or and then let i go. know that i'm irritating you so i'll be like how would you kill me right now yeah okay. and you're like actually i got a I whole would. script and it really just helps diffuse the mood though hannibal lecter like the, our saving grace in a lot of moments we'll start calling you clarice <laughs> anyways okay in all seriousness to really help these people out. Um, I want to get back to what you said, which is um, it's us versus the problem, not us against each other. I think that's amazing and so important to add even more to that. Mm -hmm. Our therapist, Todd, our marital therapist used to tell us, you guys need to, again, I said this earlier, run towards Mm -hmm. each other and not towards the problem. Mm -mm. Because that's what we would do. We would just be so honed in on the problem and not us you know and, that's and we would we, allow it to conquer ourselves and divide, yeah, divide our relationship yeah and that's the worst thing you can do and, and mind you it's something that i personally struggle with all the time because we're we're human beings it's so yeah. natural for us to want to defend ourselves yeah. when we're feeling attacked or we're feeling like something in our relationship is is falling apart or mm-hmm. wrong or whatever it is mm-hmm. so naturally we want to defend that and yeah. i think that in those moments you really have to remind yourself like we're on the same team we're mm-hmm. both we we have the same goals yep. we we want the same things for our relationship mm-hmm. and and whether it's like an issue that you're dealing with that let's say if i'm a jealous person mm-hmm. it's and i have jealousy issues based on all of my past relationships mm-hmm. and like, tr- and I'm easily triggered by certain things. It's your partner's responsibility to know that about you and be sensitive towards it and help you work through it. And mm-hmm. it's my responsibility to also be able to manage and process those feelings mm-hmm. in the best way I can. And if I can't on my own, mm-hmm. I can then come to my partner and be like, listen, I know you didn't do anything wrong yeah but this made me feel a certain way and i'm like Mm -hmm. having a hard time processing and dealing with that yeah and and i'm i'm asking for reassurance on whatever it is and to add to that because you're doing so well honey (laughs) um if you're new here listening or watching i had an episode with duke it was episode number five called the vulnerable renaissance man and in that episode I talked about another hack that our marital therapist gave us, which Mm -hmm. was when it's sunny outside and you're having the best day of your life and your relationship or your marriage, that's when you want to sit down, make a list as to how you want and need to be communicated Mm -hmm. with in times of conflict, how you need and want to fight Mm -hmm. to come up with a solution to the issue in times of conflict. You don't want to be sitting down trying to figure this out when conflict arises, you you want to prevent the conflict, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, that was so important. So important. In fact, we never did it. (laughs) (laughs) We never actually sat down and wrote this out. I'm giving this advice. I think, and I'm not even, I feel like we did in a way. I feel like we came up with, I think, I think we verbalized it 
to one another. I think it's like an understood thing, but we didn't actually sit down we, and make a we, list. No, we didn't make a list, but I think we did talk about like when we're in a heated moment, we really need to separate and, yeah. and allow ourselves the time to yeah. filter through what we're feeling, manage mm-hmm. those feelings, mm-hmm. and then regroup when we're yeah. ready to, when when yeah. the, the fire is a little less yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you always want to respond. You don't want to react. Yeah. You want to respond. You don't want to react. You want to just cool down, like you said, try to get your hindsight as quickly mm-hmm. as you can, and then sit down and have the conversation. Yeah. It's also, and I always say this, it's not about who's right or wrong. Mm-hmm. It's about what's right or wrong for, for relationship. our relationship. Absolutely. I think communication is key too. The more you can communicate with your partner, mm-hmm. whether it's allowing them inside your 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 thought process and in in your triggers and your traumas mm-hmm. and 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 then your partner's responsibility to to accept that about mm-hmm. about you and yeah. and hold that space for you whether yeah. it's, you know, if you're triggered off of like your ex cheating on you mm-hmm. or you're triggered off of um, your ex not trusting you or mm-hmm. whatever the case is, childhood traumas. Yeah. Like I think you have to be sensitive and hold that space and have mm-hmm. that respect for that person and understand them from that level of who they are and how and the stuff they've been through to mm-hmm. as to why they feel the way that they feel. And a large mm-hmm. part of that is, you know, the person you're trying to help out. So let's be very specific. Yeah. It was you for me. You were trying to help me out with a lot of stuff. I had way more trauma, way more triggers than you did. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of them stemmed from childhood. I used to think they were about my exes, but even with them, it was from childhood. Mm -hmm. And the only way I was able to navigate through all of that was through therapy. Mm -hmm. Through therapy, I was able to dissect, unpack, become aware, Mm -hmm. accept was the biggest thing with my pride and ego for the guys out there again listening or watching um and it was nice to have so i did a lot of uh, individual personal therapy but then when we were going to marital therapy and even now it's nice that you're with me to hear mm-hmm. and and you know be a fly on the wall kind of thing because because mm-hmm. i think you're gonna know then when something does happen you're like oh actually I remember that's when he told our therapist mm-hmm. blah 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 and you, you know mm-hmm. how to handle it um but therapy for the win because mm-hmm. it was it was such a a solution to so many, if not all of my yeah. problems, at least personally. And, and we're still, you know, going to therapy and, and I encourage everyone like mm-hmm. um, don't make the mistake of going to therapy when it's, it's too, too late. late. Yeah, when, I was just going to say, um, I even recommend couples that are in like the best place ever. Like yeah. even right now, I feel like you and I are in a very good place and yeah. we're still seeking that therapy and that guidance mm-hmm. and that, you know, to allow us to, if it hits the fan one day, we're prepared and mm-hmm. we're ready for mm-hmm. it. Totally. And it's it also too, like, cause we want to have kids. So it's, yeah. I mean, that's a, a large reason as to why mm-hmm. I'm, I'm steadily in therapy because yeah. I'm like, I do not want to repeat anything that I haven't repaired from my childhood mm-hmm. to our children, yeah. you know? So it, there, there's a lot of benefits to therapy. Again, I agree with you. Even if everything is great, it's just, you want to go to therapy to maintain mm-hmm. that level of greatness, to mm-hmm. prevent anything from affecting yeah. that level of greatness. So what happens if there's a partner that doesn't want to go to therapy? What do you do? Well, luckily we don't have that issue, but <laughs> I am sure it's common. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. Number one, I, I want to say you can't force someone 
to go to therapy, Mm-mm. nor should you want to. You And you shouldn't want to because you don't want them to go with resentment, with, you know, a negative thought or narrative in their head about I'm only here because she mm-hmm. or he's making us do this. Like, y- you don't want to be doing that kind of thing. You're just wasting, I'm too good for this. Yeah, you're wasting yeah. your time and more importantly, you're wasting your money. <laughs> so you can't force someone to go to therapy. The other thing is, if you're... If, if there are situations that are that bad in your relationship and you you know damn well you've given it all you have and you've really tried to come up with all the solutions possible and you're like, look, the, the last resort is therapy and that other person still does not want to go, that's kind of the writing on the wall mm-hmm. as far as if you should continue this relationship or not. Yeah. Because that just tells, it, like if, if that were you, right? If you're the one that's like, I'm not going and we're like really bad, but I know there's potential and all this stuff. I mean, again, I'm just like, well, damn, like she doesn't want it as much as I do because I'm going to therapy to get better mm-hmm. individually as a husband, as a father to my daughter now, as a father to our kids later. So I'm doing it not just for me, but for us. Yeah. And if you can't give me that in return, I'm I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't mean to simplify it like that, but I am. I'm not trying to be insensitive or but I am out. And I think it, I me personally I feel that most people that are against therapy they have yet to even unlock that Mm. door that brings them to the deeper level of themselves and and they might be very much afraid to do that I was going to say I think they're very aware of what that door looks like Mm -hmm. I think they may have peeked inside that room yeah I think they're like oh no I'm not going through it yeah. And there's nothing you can do about that as a as a partner on the receiving end of that. There's nothing you can do again to force that person to walk through that door, mm-hmm. face their issues and try to work through them. But it's so sad because not only when you leave that door shut, not only is it preventing you from getting to a deeper level with your partner, but mm-hmm. it's truly preventing you from getting to a deeper level with within yourself, mm-hmm. whether it's any relationship you're going to have in your life, whether it's relatives, whether it's um, friendships, yeah, Yeah. friendship, work, work relationship, Mm -hmm. or a significant other that you're trying to build with or your kids, like you're never going to be able to reach that potential Mm -hmm. and reach the best version of yourself without unlocking that door. A hundred percent. And you will always think what you're fighting about or what is surfacing in your life is exactly what it is Mm -hmm. and you'll never know the true root of what it really is Mm -hmm. and that's sad and Mm -hmm. maybe it's not going to therapy right like if someone's like therapy's extreme or i have a bad experience with therapy like no problem but you do have to learn how to communicate Mm -hmm. (laughs) you have to learn again we'll write the book and compromise yeah compromise compromise, yeah and be empathetic to come on now babe see Oh, you're pulling on my heartstrings. See? Come on now. I you know. love hearing that word say it again. It's like, talk dirty to me. Oh. Go ahead. You know, there's nothing that I'd rather do than be empathetic oh. to you. Oh. I want to be closer to you than oh shoes with no laces, Stop. words with no spaces. You know, babe, here's the thing. I went to the doctor today. And he told me I was lacking vitamin U. Vitamin U. The name's Justin. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
some spice atoms. <laughs> Anyways. Oh my gosh. See what I have to put that one? Okay. See what I see. Wait till we have a little boy, babe. I'm telling you. Oh my gosh. Little man's going to be smooth. Okay. His teacher is going to be like, uh, yeah, it was really interesting because today he told me he wanted to be closer to me than a words with no spaces. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my man. <laughs> I'm going to be like, what's the problem? <laughs> okay. Moving on. So because of all the work we continue to do and the work that led up to um, us even deciding to get married, the way we used to fight back then versus the way we fight now, the way we used to communicate or lack thereof back then mm-hmm. versus the way we communicate now is night and day. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I, I don't want to say I look forward to arguing <laughs> with you, but <laughs> I'm now aware that whatever the the problem is, whatever the issue is, now that we have some of these these really good tools that work for us, once we find the lesson in the issue or the problem, it's just going to be something we can add to the foundation of what we're currently trying yeah. to build. And so that's why I kind of, I get excited to find the solution. I don't get excited to fight with you, but I definitely get excited to finding and coming up with the right solution for this particular problem. I do have to say, because of therapy, not only do we fight less, but we when we fight, it's diffused a lot faster. Mm-hmm. Like before, how we fought before, it would start from something so little mm-hmm. and it would last for days where on the third day, I'd be like, what are, what, <laughs> what started this? Yeah. What, what are we even fighting about? Yeah. And it was crazy to me how big it's become. And I just, I never fought like that with somebody. I never had something so small blow up to be so big. I was mm-hmm. always in relationships where I was able to diffuse them. And, and the challenging thing with, with you was I had no control over that. Mm-hmm. Like you, you would blow it up to be so big and then, and then you would work yourself up and then it would last for days, sometimes weeks. Yeah. And n- now, thankfully, mm-hmm. not only do we fight less, but we don't even, I feel like the, the, the time frame yeah. of how long it lasts is so minimal. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't even go past a day sometimes. But that goes back to the top of the episode. It, it had nothing to do with whatever little thing we we're bickering mm-hmm. about. It was a deep rooted issue yeah. that I, at the time, didn't know how to articulate that feeling and bring it to surface and bring it to light. And also, a lot mm-hmm. of the growing pains, I'm sure you can remember this, mm-hmm. that I would bring up and I would complain about, I used to follow up the complaint with, I didn't sign up for this. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is going to work. You know, it was like a threat. Yeah. Almost when I, but, but that was just me. And in that moment, that actually became a trigger for me because yeah. it, it bring, it brought me back to the very reasons why I didn't want to advance our relationship so fast Right. because I didn't think you were in that place and I knew you were going to become that person. And when yeah. you did, I was like, this is exactly why. Yeah. But, but that, like I said, for me, I know I did that because I was trying to take control of mm-hmm. If it wasn't going to work out, I wanted to be the one to end it because I didn't want to be hurt. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to, you know, like I had to be in control of that exit door, mm-hmm. so to speak. It was just something that I had been accustomed to in the past of, you know, making something almost like self-sabotaging mm-hmm. in, in the relationship. Because at the time, man, that's that's all I knew how to do, unfortunately. It's really fascinating to me because I feel like with a lot of men 
they struggle filtering through their emotions and Mm -hmm. the one that they resort to is anger. So Mm -hmm. they could be feeling jealous. They could be feeling sad. And Mm -hmm. instead of expressing those feelings, they, they allow the anger to take over because that's the one that they're most comfortable expressing because they don't want to be vulnerable. They don't Mm want to admit that they're jealous, not even to themselves. Yeah. Also, the reason why I think we resort to is because it's the easiest one. It's hard for anyone, let alone men Mm -hmm. to sit down in our thoughts Think about, am I hurt right now or am I angry? Mm-hmm. Am I sad and do yeah. I fear she's going to leave me or am I angry? They're, you know what yeah. I mean? So, am I jealous or am I angry? Yeah. Or am I jealous or am I just a little insecure? Mm-hmm. You know, like, but at the end of the day, we're like, oh, I'm angry. It's it's easier to, to express that emotion yeah. than it is to express, can we sit down and talk? You know, mm-hmm. you actually really hurt my feelings like how many times have, <laughs> it's funny to see it's funny but it's it's not though it's really not because it's sad that you know for men unfortunately we can't just sit down and say what exactly what it is mm-hmm. you know what babe but you, i don't even you, think a lot of times you you guys are aware that that you're but i'm telling you even if we are aware it's, it's you're still you're admit. still probably not gonna get that sentence yeah and you laughed because i don't know how many men you've heard you know what you really hurt my feelings you know and there's times where i feel like i did hurt your feelings yeah. but you made it about something else and you got right. angry and then it right. turned into this big because thing because it's but, easier to yeah. do it's easier to do that than it is to let go of the ego let go of the pride and just say you know what you hurt my feelings or you know what i don't really agree with that and here's why yeah. you know so it's see and that's why it's, it's important to go to therapy it's important to go to therapy <laughs> but the first thing in order to get to therapy is self-awareness so I think I think we talked a lot about our growing pains individually, um, collectively. Yeah. I think you know, being that we address those issues, I think we we hopefully brought some solutions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, as that's always the goal is to provide some solutions in every episode. Um, and you know, I think the biggest takeaway for me, and this is a reminder to continue to implement in our marriage, is it's not if it's when something's going to happen. We're going to be faced with some type of problem. But it's how we come up with a solution, how quickly we come up with a solution and how we come up with a sustainable solution. Mm -hmm. That's another thing, too, we didn't really touch on is like a lot of times people just to save face and to stop arguing like, okay, you're right. Or, okay, I'm sorry. But that's not sustainable. That's 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 what you didn't learn from that. And you'll end up building up resentment. Yeah. Yeah. That, too. So be genuine and be true to how you're feeling about whatever it is understand is and it about be accepting to your partners yeah and understand and be empathetic back to that um but also just understand is it about the bathhouse or is it about the fact that i've never lived with a man before he's coming in very opinionated he likes interior design as much as i do that's a first you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. just understand what the root of the issue is and yeah. don't be don't suppress your feelings to build up resentment Mm-hmm. And also just learn how to communicate how you feel to your partner. Learn what they need and what they want. Learn how they need and want to fight because mm-hmm. you're going to fight. And just know that at the end of the day, depending on how the severity of the situation, odds are you're going to get stronger. It's going to bring you closer together. Oh, that's what I wanted to say. Yeah. I think there's something so magical that happens after a fight if you fight the right way. Mm-hmm you feel closer together because you guys were able to both release how you were feeling and talk about it and get to a place that is ultimately higher than where you were before. 
And if you're not getting to that place after a fight, mm-hmm. something is wrong. Somebody is not expressing themselves truthfully mm-hmm. and and somebody is probably throwing something under the rug. Somebody mm-hmm. is probably building up resentment. Or someone doesn't want to contribute as much mm-hmm. to the relationship as you do. Because when you do come together in those moments, you come out on a higher level mm-hmm. and it feels so empowering for your relationship. So, um... Growing pains. Growing pains. And maybe homework for you guys. And and feel free to leave these in the comments. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, feel free to leave it in a review. Also give your boy and your girl a (laughs) five-star rating. Um, We just want to hear from you guys. You know, how did this help you? Could you relate to this? Are there certain things that you guys are currently going through that you would consider growing pains or hopefully not, but worse? Mm -hmm. Um, Are you guys at the brink of a situation where you're thinking it's beyond repair? Therapy won't even help you. Or have you tried to talk to your partner before and they're just anti-therapy, so on and so forth? Let us know. If you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe. Turn on your notifications. Hit that like (laughs) button, which is the thumbs up. On that note, appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And we will see you (laughs) next time. (laughs) All right. So welcome to the bonus content. We decided to switch rooms. And we decided to answer some of the few of the questions that I get in my DMs. <laughs> and um, we had a lengthy question where we will keep her anonymous, but she shared her story. Um, it's very, very intimate, very personal. And mm-hmm. um, we appreciate you inquiring. We appreciate you asking the question. And it means a lot to us to... Um, try to be able to give you some type of solutions. So Shay's going to read the text message and it's also on the screen right now. Go ahead, honey. Hey, JD. First, I just want to say thanks again for starting your podcast. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this from a male's perspective. And since my recent ex had similar unhealthy qualities that you expressed in your podcast of gaslighting, mm-hmm. lies, mm. possibly even cheating. Probably cheating. <laughs> Wait, what? I'm telling you, he was probably cheating. Go ahead. Thanks for all the honesty, by the way. He's had childhood trauma and military trauma where the relationship turned very toxic, codependent, and unhealthy on both parts, where we finally decided to break up right before the pandemic. Yikes. Six months into the breakup, he's dating someone else, takes her on trips, and even buys a pet with his girl after he said he wanted to work on himself after the breakup. Mm. It sucks how well he's showing this girl better commitment this early on than he's shown me when we first started dating. Mm. I feel lost. He told me all of these things of wanting to marry me and starting a family together and that he's never felt this way about anyone before, yet even after the breakup, he's already doing all of this with another girl. Back in September, he still was saying how much he misses me and then takes the new girl on a trip for Thanksgiving. It's been a year since the breakup. I've gone to therapy, worked on myself, and went through one of the hardest years of my life in 2020. I can't seem to shake how it seems, how it feels so unfair with how well he's taking things and moving on. I don't know how else to move past the hurt, anger, and resentment I feel towards him. Well... That's heavy. Again, we appreciate you sharing that story. 
I'm sure it was, it was hard to relive those feelings and those emotions. Um, you want to start with? I mean, the, her last sentence alone where she doesn't know how to move past the anger, hurt and resentment. I think you are definitely on the right track with seeking therapy and diving deeper within yourself. I always tell people the more you can build yourself, the more you will the easier it will be to walk away from things that are not serving you. And it sounds like no matter how much somebody tells somebody that they want to marry them, they want to start a family and he's never felt this way before. If he's also at the same time, gaslighting you, um, lying to you and possibly cheating, that's not somebody that's serving you in the best ways that you, you deserve to be Mm -hmm. served. So I think with that alone, you really just have to use this time to focus on yourself, dig deeper, build your confidence, know that you are worthy and you are deserving to have somebody to treat you in the best ways possible. And mm-hmm. when a man comes along and he's not able to do those things, you are easily able to walk away from that and know that you have no regrets and there is nothing that you are losing in that moment. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful and and really well said. And I know it's going to help. I I think also I'll just add, um, don't take this personally, Um, how he's treating you and how he treated you and what he put you through. Don't take it personally. I I'm sure I'm not saying you're perfect. Um, I'm, I'm it takes two to tango, but the gaslighting, the lies, the probably I'm saying probably cheating um, from the sound of it. Uh, you can't take it personally. This has nothing to, th- those things don't have anything to do with you. It has everything to do with him. And unfortunately for him, he's going to be in a rude, in for a rude awakening when he realizes that <laughs> the grass is not always greener. He can't continue to take the same bad patterns, mistakes, etc., cetera, and, and into a new relationship and expect new results. Um, he's running from his own issues that he needs to work on. And unfortunately, along his run, He's bringing all of this baggage and and eventually it's going to cause some damage from girl to girl to girl. Mm -hmm. And that's it's sad because I'm sure he he might mean well, he may have a a slight intention to want to be better. But I think it sounds like once he realized how much work it actually takes to get to that Mm -hmm. point, he's like, "Eh, I'm good. I'd rather just try with someone else and hopefully they don't trigger me. And hopefully they don't remind me of my traumas and remind me of my bad patterns and bad habits like she did. Mm -hmm. And that's, like I said, sad. It's very mature. Um, But regardless, again, this has nothing to do with you. So do not take that personally Mm -hmm. from him. It's it's obvious that he's filling voids. And for him to fill these voids, he uses people to do Mm -hmm. that. And, and it helps him to take the focus off of him because truly, like as much as he says he wants to work on himself, mm-hmm. he's obviously not doing that. Yep. So I think that, and for him to be with this other girl mm-hmm. and, and be telling you that he still misses you. And then two months later, you know, he's on a trip with this girl. Like, obviously you should feel more confident in knowing like that is definitely not the man I want because even for as sad as it is for you, it's now sad for that girl that he's Mm -hmm. with. So I wouldn't even envy what she has with him because Mm -hmm. it's nothing of what you deserve or ultimately would want in a guy. Exactly. If and when I'm going to bet when he comes back to you. Hey stranger. The Hey stranger text. I've been thinking about you text so on and so forth. Know your worth, as Shay said 
earlier on, know your value and know what you deserve. And this isn't it. Mm -hmm. This is not it. There are plenty of men out here, I promise you, who are good guys, who mean well, who have great intentions, who can give you the healthy challenge, is what you're Mm -hmm. referring to, and who can uplift you and and give you what you deserve and treat you how you how you deserve. So um, just just make sure you don't fall into the trap because it's exactly what what it would be. Yeah, that's I would conclude it with that. If you could take anything from this, just focus on yourself right now build that confidence and know your worth and the more you can have that the easier it will be to not put up with any of the bs yeah you'll be able to spot yeah. it from a, and smell it from and, a mile and you'll away. be able to walk away from it so easy without even looking back exactly yeah well i hope that helped you um thank you again for the message we appreciate it and um Good job, honey. Thanks. <laughs> Answering <laughs> the questions. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.